Good morning. Welcome back to the Hip Bodies Podcast. It's your host, Chelsea Pleasant. I'm so excited to have you here today. If you're new here, welcome. Thank you so much for listening and giving this a chance. If you're wondering what Hip Bodies is, I really got to tell you because you're not just going to figure it out. So Hip Bodies is the name of a workout group and I've had it since 2017. And basically I work out live every day for my clients. It's very much not like a traditional workout video, very casual, lots of girl talk. Um, and it's more like we're workout buddies. You know, you're going, I am a trainer, but you're working out alongside me. So you're training like a trainer. And if you're my workout buddy, we're going to like dive into both like the fitnessy talk, but also just like life talk. And that is what this podcast also is. It allows me to do it without being out of breath because apparently working out with you five days a week is not enough. I need to just chat more because I do. I have so much to say. So I record this podcast typically on Sundays. If I don't have my SHIT together, I record it on Monday and get it like uploaded immediately, but it is Sunday right now. So I'll tell you what's going on. Um, right now I am in the car. If you can't tell by the background noise, And I am headed to our rental house. So Cameron and I, we made a really good decision back in like 2019. So we had built a house. um, And our goal was actually to like build that house mortgage free. Cameron and I had each owned real estate in the past. And we were going to like build our, build a house with like our own two hands kind of situation. Right. And we were going to like, I don't know. So we were just trying to like take out as little mortgage as possible and the, the main goal was like to not take a mortgage out at all. But then I got pregnant, like right when this game plan started. So then we ended up having to have a home built. Well, fun fact about like having a home built, especially if you don't like really like take time with what you're planning to do, you're going to miss stuff that you need. And then, and like, so we moved into that house and number one, when we bought the lot, the location seemed perfect, but like, fast forward, it wasn't perfect for like parents. It was perfect for a single person. Like Trader Joe's is down the street. Amazing. Not when you have to like navigate those tiny ass parking spots with like a car seat. It's just like Trader Joe's is not it. You're going to have to go to multiple places, right? Like you need a Walmart as a parent, right? Like I just, I don't go to Trader Joe's like I did pre-kid. You know what I mean? Because every stop with like small kids, you have to like do the whole car seat thing. So it's like, if you can have a one-stop shop, you're going to pick that first. So anyway, like Trader Joe's is like the closest grocery store, which is amazing if you're single or, and maybe not single childless is the best way to put it. Um, not so much like once we had kids. And so like, once we actually moved onto that lot, we had kids and we were like, "Mm, this location is rough. And so the whole time we were building the house, we were living with our friends and that was down. I'm just going to tell you the name of this area. It's called monkey junction. It's like the South end. If you ever look at a map of Wilmington, North Carolina, um, our rental house is like up near Wrightsville beach, which is like the bougie beach. It's like, if you were to take a slice of Southern California and put it on the coast of North Carolina, it's Wrightsville. I swear mosquitoes don't fly there. Okay. The public transportation doesn't go on that Island. It's like fancy, right? It is not me. Okay. I don't like going to Wrightsville beach mainly because the parking situation stresses me out. If I'm meeting someone there, I likely will not be able to find a parking spot near them. You just take whatever parking spot you can possibly find. You know what I mean? It's just stressful. So I have found myself to be a South end girly. And so that whole time I was pregnant, I was like 
going to the south end of Wilmington. I was like going to the Walmart there. I was just everything. Like I had really developed my routine on the south end of Wilmington. So then when our house was done and we moved in, it was back more in the middle of Wilmington, but it was kind of near Wrightsville Beach. And I was just like, this isn't near anything that I have grown to like know and love. But we, like I said, we were really trying to avoid taking out a mortgage. So we had put like all of our cash on that house. So our mortgage was really cheap. Okay. So just for reference, it was under a thousand dollars a month. Um, so we could rent it for like $2,000 a month. (laughs) So I was like, at that time we could just buy another house and it almost covered the entire mortgage. So we were like, let's do it. And we did. And like, you know, when you kind of like start doing something like that and you're like, it sounds too good to be true. It wasn't like real estate when, when like the home prices are normal and mortgage rates are normal. It actually is that simple. It kind of seems crazy though in the moment. You know what I mean? Cause you're just like, I can't believe you're just letting me buy another house. Like this is crazy. Right. But anyway, it worked out really well. And we've had this home as a rental for a few years and we've had tenants and it's been really good, but I, I've talked about it a few years, like a couple episodes ago where we have kind of stumbled across this investment opportunity through our friends that are like so much smarter than us. And they are just, uh, I want to explain everything to you, but it's just, it's way too much for me to explain on this podcast, but like, it's so good, you guys. It's so good. And so we are wanting to pull our cash out of that house and put it into this investment. Um, and some of you might be listening and going, Oh my gosh, you're crazy. But here's the thing. Since these tenants moved out, it's also showed me, I don't want to be a landlord anymore. Cameron's like, I'm fine. I'll be a landlord. And I'm like, no, this is crazy. We have spent $6,000 just in painting and getting new carpets for this house. And there's not even that much carpet. It's the carpets in like three rooms, four rooms, like this bedroom size, like not like a big room, right? Like, I'm just like, this is a lot of money that we're spending. And like, truthfully, had they, had, had we been getting this home ready for new tenants, we would have had to put in new carpets. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's just, I, the whole thing is like making me realize I don't want to go through this that often. I'm really excited to have a more hands-off investment And I think it seems like a great time to sell this house. Maybe it ends up being the dumbest decision we've ever made, but that's what we're doing. So right, all of that story, that long winded story was to tell you I'm on my way to the rental house uh, because we're just doing like some cleaning, just like sweeping, wiping things down, Windex, that kind of thing. And I mean, Cameron's actually over there already with the kids. I was doing some work this morning. So we will see what he's gotten done. I personally, when it comes to cleaning, I am not good. I have no attention to detail. Like that is not the job for me. So I will probably just pick up the kids so he can focus on it better. But we'll see. We'll see. I really like wish I would have taken more pictures of how the house was before versus now. Um, Oh, and I'll tell you like the painting situation. Okay. So like with a home, you often like, you just don't realize like how much a coat of paint we'll just change a freaking house. And maybe some of you out here are like, you didn't have to get the house painted. Like you could have done it yourself. No, I can't. I'm not good. I rush it. I'm not good. Like there is an art to painting a wall and I am not good at it. 
And so I've, and I've learned that over the years. Like I tried to paint my kitchen when we painted it blue and oh my gosh, I taped and I still mess up the lines. Like it just didn't look good anyway. So I am just the person now I'm like, Cameron doesn't have time and I am not good. So therefore we hire professionals. Like I know I, I don't, I can't afford to be useless, but I am, you know what I mean? I actually, there was this TikTok that just like really stung for me and it was like only the wealthy can afford to be useless. Like, don't be useless. Learn how to do things. And I and I need to be better at that. But, like, I just also know what my strengths are. And attention to detail is not one of them. I tend to rush things. So if you want something to get done quickly but not that well, I'm your girl. I'm your girl. Yeah. I will load a dishwasher. And I don't mind leaving some of the dishes in when I'm unloading it because, like, I stacked them weird and, like, didn't get fully clean. Again, I'm going to do it quick. I'm not going to do it well. Where, where do you guys stand on that? Are, are you like a perfectionist attention to detail? Or are you like, I'm gonna do it quick. Now I will say like when I do things like cleaning my closet or cleaning my bedroom, like I'm not going to rush that. Like I'm, I want it to be done quickly, but I also like, I want it to be done thoroughly and very much my way. Like where I know where everything is, like I'm thinking about the future, but when it comes to just like general, like wiping things down, I don't know. I'm not good at it. I'm just not good really don't like doing it. I worked in restaurants in my twenties and that was like my least favorite part, having side work at the end of the night. Okay. Ooh, we're on a tangent here, guys. I got to talk about my weekend because I'm like 10 minutes from the rental property. Hold on. I'm drinking that same thing from last week, the premier protein cafe latte. I'm stressing out because I don't have enough to get me through the week and Costco is insane like absolutely insane today. I guess there was like no parking left and there was a line like way out the door. Like you couldn't even get in. It was crazy. So I guess I'm stuck. I guess I'm stuck slumming it with regular coffee, but this has been just saving me this week. Okay. Anyway, moving on Chelsea, get it together. Okay. So this weekend I was really quiet on social media this weekend and that's because I had a really busy day on Saturday. So Saturday morning, Cameron went to help my friend move. So nice of him. So nice of him. Like I, I owe my husband a day. Like that's, that's what I owe him. Um, and so he went out there to help her in the morning. But before that, I had to go get my groceries. So I did a grocery pickup at 7 a.m., rushed home. Cameron left. I'm home with the kids trying to get ready because my mom is picking me up just like a couple of like two hours later. So I had to like get the kids breakfast, that kind of stuff, and then get ready myself like full on showered, like the whole thing. Right. And my mom and I went Christmas shopping. So, okay, Christmas shopping. We went to like, have you guys ever heard of the store Pop Shelf? Cause I went, I've been there so many times and I don't like my mom just loves this store. And I went and I was like, I just don't see it, mom. Like, what do you like about this store? It smells like potpourri and it just feels like a smaller, it's like if Dollar Tree and what else? Dollar, if just, I don't know. It just feels like a maybe like slightly nicer Dollar Tree. That's a better way to explain it. But nonetheless, we walked in. I, we had gone to like, I went to party city of all places. I know it's really weird, but like the party favors there make great, you know, what things you fill. I just, in case, in case there are small ears listening, I just, you know what I mean? Okay. So party city and I, and I got some cool stuff there. I got some of the like sensory type things, you know, like the little, like 
I don't even know how to explain them. They're like jiggly floppy things. I don't, I don't know they were so expensive at toy stores, but like at party city, it was just way more reasonable. Um, anyway, I got some stuff there and then we went over to pop shelf and I, again, I went in with just like, I don't get the hype of this store. I bought so much stuff. They were having a 50% off their Christmas stuff sale. So my mom and I, we, she's hosting Thanksgiving. And so we wanted to have like a craft table, not just for the kids, but for the adults, like for anyone to participate. And so we got like, you know, little decor, like ornament decorating kits we got, and they were like a dollar each, but 50% off. So they were 50 cents. Like what a deal. And then we got, there was like Christmas stocking ones. Oh, there was a snow globe one that was $3 again. A dollar fifty because it was half off. Killer, killer price. Um, I'm trying to remember what else. None of them are coming to the top of my head, but like everything was hands down amazing, so cute. Like I, I could have shopped there all day. I could, I could have like wiped out their Christmas section. I was loving it. I kind of want to go back. Like I'm actually like sort of in that area. And Kevin is always down to go to Pop Shelf. That kid loves Pop Shelf. Anyway, I'm not gonna do that. But actually, maybe. maybe Maybe should we? I don't know. I'm I'm about to pull up to see the kids, and maybe maybe we'll head over there and just like grab a few extra things for the craft table. Anyway, I had so much fun there. And then we in the same parking lot is Target. I have talked multiple times about how I feel about Target, but I got the coolest thing for Casey there. I had eyeballed it last like last week when I went to Target, and it's my daughter loves rocking. She will seek out a rocking chair. And whatever it takes, she will get on it. So I actually got her like a rocking horse and I think she'll love it. And it's funny because Kevin had rocking horses over the years and was never into it. And it's so funny how like when you have a kid, you think, you know, kids, right? Like you think, you know, what all kids like, Mm, fun fact, all kids are different and you hear that and you believe it. But until you really see it, like, oh, wow, me and my husband made, you know, we took our bodies and made made a child once and made a child again. And they're so different. Their interests are night and day different. Like, so have you guys heard of like love every boxes? If you don't know, like love every is these like Montessori type toys. And so they have a lot of like fine motor type stuff. Kevin never was never into it. He never wanted to like figure things out like that. He's always been like, like a gross motor boy, that type of like, just things he can do with his body or like stuff on wheels. Like that was pretty much his interest. But Casey will sit there with a pen and just take the lid off and put it back on, take the lid off and put it back on. And I'll see her play with some of these things. And I'm like, Oh, kids really do play with that stuff. I legitimately thought Maria Montessori was full of SHIT. Like I couldn't believe it. But anyway, so it's been really fun to shop for Casey because it's so different. You know, and so if you are, if you're like thinking about having another kid in the future and you think like, oh, do I have to hold on to everything? Honestly, yes. Because even the things Kevin didn't play with, like, I'm like, dang it. Why did I get rid of that? Casey would have loved that, (laughs) you know, Um, or you can get rid of everything and just start over and just like shop fresh for each kid. That seems, you know, expensive and stressful as well, but it's like stressful either way. Cause either you have like a pile of junk you're like constantly holding onto and trying to store and keep track of, or, you know, it's just, yeah, it's crazy. But anyway, it was really fun. It was really fun. And then we went to a musical. So we went to, it's, uh, well, first off, you know what I skipped? My mom outfit shamed me. So we went to a musical, right? And the musical's at 1.30 in the afternoon. 
I just, I'm a casual girl. That's like, I, that's all I have is casual. I, it's hot outside. It's like in the seventies. I'm just, what do you, what do you want me to wear? And my mom, I, what is it with her generation and being obsessed with slacks? She loves the word slacks. Like you are upscale if you put on slacks. Does anybody else like relate to this where their parents are like, you are so underdressed if you are not in slacks, right? Well, anyway, I wore like a bodysuit, like tank top that was black and I ended up wearing it with like black, like it's kind of a, not like a silky material, but I don't know how to explain it. It was like a jogger type situation, but it wasn't like, um, like a canvas material. It was like more lightweight. It was cute. And my mom approved of it. She hated my shoes. I just wore black flip flops, but I was comfortable. Okay. Anyway, when we get to the Wilson center, you know, I'm looking around and I will admit most people were dressed like maybe like they were going to church, like a little bit, you know, a little bit more upscale, but it really confirmed something for me. Cause I did see a woman in like a, like a gown, like an evening gown. And it made me realize, you know what? I am more comfortable being overdressed. I'm sorry, being underdressed than overdressed. And I'll tell you why in, in another situation. So we went to a dinner, Cameron and I on Thursday night, it was actually for that like investment thing. And I, I didn't want to like, it was at a country club. So like, I know there's like some level of a dress code, I think, but after getting there, I'm like, maybe not because there was like teenagers wearing whatever. Anyway, the, the country club, I was stressing out about the dress code. And I was like telling Cameron, I'm like, you have to wear a collar shirt. And like, I don't think we can wear jeans. Like, I don't know. I'm like panicking. Right. And I realized when I got there, like how stupid would I have looked if I was like really overdressed? I don't know, like, the people who show up, like, cash and whatever, like, that's the type of person I want to be. But, like, I also recognize that it can send the message that, like, you don't care if you're really underdressed. So, I don't know. I'll have to, I really need to think about that more. Where do you guys stand on this? Would you rather be underdressed and overdressed? That is the question of the day on today's podcast, okay? All of this to say, I am pulling up to the rental house, and it's going to be going on the market soon if you are in need of a home in Wilmington has a huge yard, all new carpets, all fresh paint. The house was only built in 2019. It's in great shape. Um, I, you know, and, and the fact that I'm willing to sell it to you, even if you're my friend, that means like I really stand behind it because if I felt weird about it at all, I wouldn't talk about it, you know, but I'm proud of this. Oh, we went with a black door. Okay. My husband painted the door black and it's like so much cuter it had a white door before. Wow. Okay. Okay. Go Cameron. That was a good call. All right. Anyway, I'm going to go into this house. I'm going to come back at you and just to, well, like it's going to be like right away for you, but I'm just going to go do this. And then I'm going to talk to you about like some fitnessy stuff. Okay. I'm back. <laughs> well, that was humbling for both Cameron and I just trying to clean with the kids running around and it needs a deep clean. Like that. There's no doubt about it. Like the fridge needs to be cleaned. The bathrooms need to be cleaned. All the windows need to be cleaned you know, every room needs to be vacuumed, like a good mop. So just all that kind of stuff, right? All the appliances need to be like really cleaned and it's just simply not going to happen with, yeah. So I was like, Cameron, I know you want to do it all. And that is my husband. Like he is not the one to accept defeat. Like I can recognize in like five minutes, this is not going to happen. Or it's like, we're going to be here all day. And like, no, it's, so I called a professional cleaning company and they're coming out and I know you're probably like, Chelsea, you're so useless. I'm aware of that. Okay. And I, but at the end of the day, like, I also know that 
they're actually going to do a good job. And I'm not saying my husband won't, but it's just like, he has a full-time job. We have kids. Like, we got a lot going on. So anyway, that is done. That is done. And Cameron is still there. I'm not sure what he's doing at this point. There's so many like little things that I would skip over, but he is a perfectionist and is going to do. So whoever moves into this house, everything will be perfect. I wanted to give you kind of an update on my fitness journey. So I have been eating keto as many of you know, and I'm just feeling spectacular. I feel so good. I, I can, the results are amazing. The energy is amazing. I always say this. I love it. It's just like always what I kind of go back to, but I am feeling a little disappointed because I had this aggressive goal in my head of being done with my weight loss journey by Thanksgiving and it's probably not going to happen. I think I will be in the one fifties by tomorrow. Finally, I've been like working on that goal for what feels like ever and I've just really been hovering in the low 160s for so long. But like, like one, I, I'm like 160.0. Like the next tenth of a pound is going to put me there, right? So we will see when that happens. Um, I just, you know, I'm a little disappointed in myself. I just feel like I had my baby September 5th, 2022. I should be done by now. But I'm not and that's okay. <laughs> It's just, you know, the truth is it's embarrassing. Like I, I am a fitness professional. Like why is it challenging for me? And I'll tell, let's, let's be honest. Why is it challenging for me? I am not blessed with the type of metabolism where you can put in a sort of minimal effort or I don't know, a half-hearted effort, The, the kind of effort where it doesn't take a lot of focus, right? Like that type of effort. I am not blessed with that anymore. I would, no, in my whole life, I've always had, if I wanted to lose weight, it had to be a primary focus for me. It wasn't something that I could just like, eh, kind of sort of do and see pretty significant results. And I, I, I do feel like there's people out there where the, and they preach it like the way it is for them is how it can be for everyone. Right. They're like, oh, you know, like just everything in moderation. And I'm like, you don't understand when I eat everything in moderation, all I'm thinking about is how I can't have as much as I want. Right. And it, it just, it turns into this like white knuckling to get through the day. All I'm thinking about is food. So for me, I don't want, I do better with just abstaining from things that, you know, like that's why I like low carb, right? Cause I'm just like taking, I'm taking out the bread, I'm taking out the, the desserts, that kind of stuff. Right. And I'm just, it just works so much better for me that way. <laughs> I That's the, the way I like to be in a weight loss season. I will say I've had success with like macro tracking and like eating everything in moderation to some degree. But like when I've been macro tracking and in a weight loss season, I got to tell you guys, I wasn't eating cookies and losing weight. You know what I mean? Because to work those into your macros, it's like you have to sacrifice so much because it's so calorie dense, right? Um, but yeah, I just, anyway, back to back to just like how I'm mentally feeling about it all. I, I'm so proud of myself because it's been so much work, but like, I can't help it. I'm, I feel this level of embarrassment, like, come on, Chelsea, like you should be further along by now. And, and I feel that way about so many things in my life. And it's so, it's so stupid that we do this to ourselves where we like think about where we should be instead of like being grateful for where we are. And I'll tell you what made me kind of catch myself. I was talking to my son and he got, 
I'm the kind of mom where if we're at the grocery store and there's like a stupid little toy like kind of advertised on the aisle and he wants it, you know, it's like two bucks, right? I'm just like, whatever. Yeah, it's just not that serious, right? You know, I and I I like the excitement that it brings them, whatever. But then I've noticed <laughs> um, it's just becoming more and more like where and I don't say yes to everything, but I, I love getting to be the cool mom, right? Well, anyway... I'm like, okay, we can't do this every single time. And we kind of have been doing it every single time. And so I took Kevin to the store like two nights ago and he, we, we weren't able to get anything. We we're just running in for one thing and coming out because we didn't have it for dinner. And he, he was in tears, not like the tantrumy tears that like my son doesn't really do that. My son does more, it's like even more heart wrenching. He does like the silent tear where he's just like looking sad with like a single tear streaming down his cheek because he just wants something so badly. And the thing is there wasn't any one particular thing he wanted. He just wanted something like he would have taken a box of Ritz crackers at that point. Like he just wanted a new something. And so I had this conversation with him on the way home about like, being grateful for all you have. And it's like, you don't always need new, right? Like you can be grateful for all like the amazing toys you have, all the amazing snacks we have. Like we don't need to get something new every time. I told you that we just needed one thing. Right. And so it kind of made me go back and think like, why, why am I always looking for more, 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 right? Instead of stopping and going, wow, I have a lot to be thankful for. Like you know, I have my health. I have this client that just recently broke her leg like bad and it's going to be a long recovery. And, and I'm so caught up in, um, <laughs> the frustration of how long my fitness journey is, is taking. I forget that I'm really lucky to have my physical health, right. And like the opportunity to actually reach my goals and stuff. I don't know. It's just, I know I'm all over the place here, but I don't know if you're feeling similar. And and the other thing too is like, it's so, um, there's something shameful about wanting to lose weight. You know, I, it's like you're, as a, as a mom of a girl, you know, I want her to be happy with her body. And I, and I'm very, very cautious of how I speak about food. Like I never say mommy can't have that or anything like that. I'm just like, Oh no, I'm good, man. You know, like it's, I, I'm very, very cautious of that stuff. I don't want like diet culture vibes in my house. And I, I really try to be cautious of that. Um, but I, so then there's this part of me where I feel like as a mom, like I'm, I feel like I don't want to say a fraud, but I, you know, internally I'm like wanting to lose weight and just like, I just want to get this over with so I can be truly normal instead of like masking it. Is that relatable or am I alone there? I don't know. And I shouldn't say just as a mom of a girl, because I'm truthfully, I'm just as cautious, probably even more cautious with what I say around Kevin, because I mean, he's so aware of everything going on around him. He's four years old. So I don't know. There's just a lot of weird stuff. I, as I've gotten older too, I, it's a really tricky thing working in the fitness industry because in order to run a successful business, like the fact is you're selling a solution to a problem. And the problem is typically weight loss. That's what that, like, that is typically motivating enough to get people to click. Yes, I want to join your program, right? If I'm just selling like, you'll be healthier. People aren't really clicking that. You know what I mean? If I say, it's like you have to sell something that's sexy enough 
to get them to click, right? And I've worked with like marketing agencies and stuff like that. And I just always feel icky as hell with the direction they want me to go. And I just want to be real about it. I want to be real about what I do. And, you know, the, the, I mean, the truth is like, I think about for me, what, what makes me work out every day? And I'll tell you. So I, I strength train because I want a furnace for metabolism. I know that I love food. I have zero food allergies. I want to indulge on in everything, right? And so I want to build a really strong body that can handle that food and like keep away like type two diabetes and that kind of stuff. Like that is a big motivator for me. And then also I want to look good. I want to get rid of like the camera anxiety, right? I want to like, when I, I, it's not a number on the scale, that I care that much about. It's just like a feeling in my clothes, a feeling when somebody snaps a picture of me, when I take a selfie with my kids, whatever, right? Like I, I don't want to feel freaking weird about it. And so it's, it's so challenging because again, being in fitness, like there's a marketing aspect to it. Being of any type of business owner, there's a marketing aspect to it. And yeah, so you guys tell me how, how do I communicate that? without being icky. Cause I, it's hard. It is so hard. My, okay. I got to tell you this the whole time I've been talking since I came back from the rental house, Casey's been in the car. She was asleep in my arms. I transferred to the car seat. She hates me for it. And then she's just chilling. She's listening to this entire conversation. And I am like, <sighs> so I'm having mom guilt over that. I like, I look back in the rear view mirror and her eyeballs are just like on me. Oh, she is a sweet girl. You guys, being a like being her mom it's crazy because I after have when you have your first child whether it's a boy or a girl you really just start to kind of identify as like a boy mom or a girl mom like you're just used to the boy things or the girl things so it's so hard I think to imagine the opposite I didn't necessarily have a huge preference when I was pregnant with Kevin um you know if I, and I've been kind of honest about this before I wasn't particularly excited either way. And I know that sounds terrible, but it was like truly the most magical thing when it finally happened. Like, yeah, it's amazing. And so I, when I found out I was having a girl, it was so, it was kind of, it was kind of hard for me to be excited for a girl, but like, oh my gosh, I'm excited now. I'm like loving it. It's I'm loving it. I'm curious if anybody else feels that way where they, they kind of got humbled. Like they thought they knew what they wanted. And then they were like, oh no, this is like way more amazing than what I could have dreamed up on my own. Okay, back to fitness, Chelsea. Back to fitness. Okay, so inside Hit Bodies, during November, we've done 10-pound November. And there is a whole nother week of November after Thanksgiving, but I'm not counting it. It just, it's out. We're done. November is over after Thanksgiving, in my humble opinion, in the Hit Bodies world. And why is that? That's because I'm dying to get into my holiday vibes. So we are going to be doing, I think, I think we're going to be doing Double Up December. So double up December is going to be where we do double workouts. And so we're going to do, we're going to bring something back called cardio roulette. And it's so much fun. It's recorded live. And basically, so imagine I have like a dice or a deck of cards or something that's like picked at random, right? And I have an exercise assigned to each one. And so on the live video, either you guys pick numbers or I roll a dice or whatever. And that is how the workout is determined. And that's how we like figure out what we're going to do. So it's really fun. It's just a fun way to like make it a cool surprise each day. And it gives you a quick cardio workout and there's that. Okay. And then the other part of the workout 
I'm really going to be diving into some strength and shred vibes where we do, again, primarily strength training, but with some, I will say like endurance building cardio, not endurance. Like you can run five miles because I certainly cannot, not that type of endurance, but like muscular endurance where your muscles will be really tired as your heart rates up. You know how, when you jog, it's not even that you're, it's just like everything's tired, right? Like you're just fatigued. Like that's like, we'll just say general endurance, but like muscular endurance is where take like a, take like a body weight squat, for example. Okay. And go do 200 of them. That's not what I'm going to do, but that's an example of muscular endurance where your heart rates up, but your muscles are really tired. Like your legs are burning. So that's the kind of vibe I'm going to do for the cardio portion, because you guys know I'm all about the muscles here at hip bodies. And why is that? We need to talk about that again. I mean, I'm just, I'm going to be your inspiration here to strength train because it's really important. So if you are someone who is over the age of 30, your bone density is decreasing period dot end of statement. You need to send your body a message that your bones need to keep up. So you put stress on not just your muscles, but on your skeleton when you strength train and your body goes, Oh, not only do we need to repair these muscles stronger, these bones, they need to be stronger too. And so your bone density, your actual skeleton improves when you strength train. And that's another reason why you might not see the scale reflecting your hard work sometimes because your bone density is improving. And that's particularly in the honeymoon phase of lifting. So when you first start strength training, like the first, I don't know, like couple months, you'll really see so much noticeable changes so quickly. And then it's not always that insane, right? Like after you lift for five years, like you don't see this, I don't know. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's just like the the first couple months are so different than like the next several years, but I feel like that's what gets you into lifting, right? Like seeing those new lines and all that kind of stuff. It's so fun. Okay. The next thing is, um, okay. I'm just going to be shallow, but I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Uh, cellulite. Okay. I have noticed not just in myself, but in many clients, the best way to improve cellulite is to strength train. Cellulite is normal. Okay. But, but if you take your skin and put it against a firm object like muscle, it's going to be smooth and firm and that kind of stuff. Right. But if you don't have any muscle there or very minimal muscle, then that's when the cellulite like just tends to show up more. Does it mean you're going to be completely cellulite free? Does it mean I'm cellulite free? No, but I think like I'm doing pretty good, you know, and I'll, I'll own that. Like, I think it's like, I'm not ashamed of that area. Is it perfect? No. Do I have cellulite? Yes. But I, you know, I think it's doing pretty good for where I'm at, especially like for being five, four at 160 pounds. I think like, dang, you would expect more down there, but we solid, we solid over here. Okay. Next up. Uh, like I've kind of mentioned before furnace for a metabolism, the more muscle you have on your body, your muscles just gobble it up, just gobbles up food. Okay. It makes weight loss way easier. It, I, but I want to like also pair that with saying like, I don't think weight loss is ever just like super easy peasy. And I really freaking hate when I see people just marketing it that it is because as someone who understands the science behind every single different approach to weight loss, like I really do. It's always, it just takes focus. And I think changing eating habits period is so hard. Oh, it's so hard because it's emotional maybe for, maybe for people who have no emotional attachment to food, 
I once dated a guy that said he wishes he could just take a pill to like get what he needs nutrient wise. And I was like, I cannot relate to that. Like everything about food is an experience to me. And I like love that experience. I don't want to get rid of that experience. You know what I mean? Where do you guys stand on that? (sighs) Yeah. So that's some reasons why you should be lifting weights. There's so many more. I mean, it just, it improves your health. It's not stressful on your hormones. I've just, I've given you the speech so many times. So let's move on. Uh, I'm going to go back into personal stuff because I'm just proud of this. I got all my presents wrapped, all of them. I'm done. I am done. And I want, I'm saying this because it's only Monday. I want you to try to get your, go on Amazon, get it done, get your packages ordered and get them wrapped before Thanksgiving. And then just check the F out and just go look at Christmas lights. And then let's talk about hot chocolate and viewing Christmas lights, because that's, if it's not on your list, like that should be on your list, but it's so easy to make hot chocolate healthy. And I, I go, Oh my gosh. Okay. So start with this. Let's say you're keto. Okay. You got a couple options here. This is going to be my recommendation. Start with almond milk. Okay. If you are, if you are, you know what, let's go protein and plants. So I found this recipe for eggnog and I made it last week. And so you take like 10 eggs and you mix it with like 10 cups of, um, uh, like almond milk. Right. And you, you temper it. If you don't know how to do this, it's like really hard to explain, but you just like beat all the eggs and then you slowly add warm almond milk to it. And then you slowly heat that all the way up so that you don't scramble the eggs. Right. And so they like slowly warm up and they just thicken the almond milk. And then they do have you add a little bit of heavy cream, but honestly, I do feel like that part's totally optional. But the point is, is this can be an amazing base for like just a sweet, healthy drink. You use whatever sweetener you're comfortable with. You know, if you're more of like a paleo girl, maybe you're using like honey, maple syrup or coconut sugar, whatever. If you're more of like a keto girl like myself, you're using whatever Franken sugar you have. Like, hey, hey, no judgment here. I'll be using Splenda. Okay. I know some of you were like, oh. Yeah, I use Splenda. It's cheap. Okay, but I do like like Splenda Naturals. I I haven't bought monk fruit lately, but I've heard it's good. I don't know. I just I used to do the I used to do like the erythritol stevia, but it's just Splenda's cheap, you guys. Inflation is crazy. I don't have this kind of stuff all the time, but I was thinking about it when I made that eggnog last week because I just feel like this is a great base and you get all that protein from the eggs, right? So, I've been giving it to Kevin Like he drank eggnog every morning this week and the kid hates eggs, but he loves a cup of eggnog. So it's kind of nice to know you're getting like, Hey, you're probably eating a whole egg by having a glass of eggnog that way. And if it, you know, it's not like loaded with sugar. If you're like using, I guess, again, I know I'm using Splenda and you guys are probably like, that's terrible. I'm like, it's no different than a protein shake for him. So whatever. Anyway, I think that's a great option. So if you whatever like health journey you're on, check out some different recipes, um, for eggnog, for hot chocolate, whatever on the internet. But I think using that hot, that eggnog base, like if you search for like a paleo eggnog recipe and kind of start there, you could really mix that up and just like add some cocoa powder to it. Or I don't know. I really wish that, does anybody know of like a good white chocolate? Like what, what is it about white chocolate? That's so much better than regular chocolate. I love white chocolate. If I could crack the code on good white chocolate that's like keto friendly, I would honestly be fine. I 
who love white chocolate. Casey's asleep, by the way. I'm pulling up to my house now in case he's asleep. It is so hot in my car. And I don't know if it's just me. I had the heat on. Okay, I'm going to stop myself. Weird tangent, Chelsea. No one cares about the temperature of your car. Apologies. Apologies. So I'm back, back at my house. And it's funny because I was just at the other house. Okay. And so that it makes me like, look at this house and I'm, I can't help but compare, right? Like it's like we own these two houses, which is, we are so incredibly fortunate and I'm not, I don't want to sound tone deaf. You know what I mean? Like I'm, it's amazing that we made those decisions when we did and we made it work. It's just, it's incredible. Right. But anyway, I'm like looking at our house now and I'm just like, hold on, are we selling the right one? I think we are. Like, I think we are. I think we should sell that one. I do. But like, because that one is like freshly painted and empty, it makes me hate our house right now. I'm like, we need to just get rid of everything. I hate it. We need to get rid of it all. We have too much stuff. But that's the other thing about that house. It's like, it's, there's no storage. There's, you know, there's just little things. Like once you move into a house, you kind of like learn things that suck about it, but you don't notice until you move in. Right. And so like in our house, it's just the, the problem is we just have too much stuff. And that always happens with kids. I was, there's this book. It was an audio book. I started listening to It's by a Christian woman. And I don't know why I remember that. I feel like she mentioned that. I feel like it had something to do with her advice. I don't know. Anyway, the book is called declutter like a mother. And I started listening to it and I felt like I think I listened to like two chapters. I was like, ah, I get the point. And then I think I probably decluttered really good for like a week. And then stopped. Duh. Of course. Right. But I need to, I, I need to, we need to declutter. We need to declutter, which brings me back to the, you know, the Christmas presents. I actually feel like I did pretty good this year. Like I didn't go ham, but like it's, it's never me that goes ham. It's grandma. Grandma goes ham. So we'll see. We'll see what we have in store for us this year. Um, so let's talk about family vacations. I don't, sometimes I forget what I've talked about on the podcast and what I've talked about on the workout. So I really, I apologize if I'm like repeating myself because I know a lot of you, it's a surprising amount of you that are not in hip bodies that listen to the podcast and that's totally fine. Whoever you're cheating on me with for your workouts, I hope they're worth it. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But, um, anyway, so if, whatever, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this stuff. So the cost of going out of town is so expensive. Just like even for a weekend, it adds up so fast. You guys, you know, you can't get a decent hotel for like a hundred bucks a night. Like if you're spending a hundred dollars a night, it's gross. Right. And Airbnb fees make it insanely expensive and eating out. You end up like eating out every meal. But I will say that's where I like a hotel because they usually at least have free breakfast. It's like, okay, breakfast done. Right. So Okay, so here, this this all brings me to Cameron has a couple of days off that he needs to use by the end of the year. Three days off to be specific. And he's like, do you want to go somewhere? And of course, yeah, I want to go to the mountains. But do you know how much we spent last time? So much money. Oh my gosh. Like the the hotel, I, I, th- I really feel like I talked about this, so I don't need to get into it. But like, I want to say it was like a thousand dollar weekend for like two freaking days. And really it was only like one full day in the mountains. It was like two nights, so much driving. Now, granted we'd have more time if we were there longer, but you know what that, you know what more time means spending more money. <laughs> I don't want to do that. So I don't know. I'm, I'm like thinking about just a nice staycation, but don't you feel like when you do a staycation, it just turns into like doing stuff. 
So Cameron wants to go somewhere and I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. Should we? We like realistically. And and it's so funny. That's where him and I are so different. He's like willing to save a few hundred dollars to like clean that house himself, which is going to take forever. Meanwhile, I'm like, let's not go spend well over a thousand dollars to spend time in the mountains. But like, I, I do, I love going to the mountains. You guys, I, especially like during the holidays, there's this place called the Biltmore that I really, really, really want to go check out over in Asheville. If you, if, if you're from North Carolina, you've heard of it. I don't know. Maybe everyone's heard of it. I had never heard of it until I lived in North Carolina, but it's this beautiful Google. It's called Biltmore Estate. And there's a lot of really fun things to do in Asheville. I mean, not that many. How many fun things? I don't know. Is there that much fun stuff? I feel like people say that about Wilmington. Like, oh my gosh, there's so much fun stuff to do in Wilmington. Is there? I'll tell you what we do around here. I'll tell you what we do for fun. We go to the Bounce House. The Bounce House is, it's in a strip mall and it's just like somebody took a, a piece of commercial real estate that could have been like a grocery store or like something like that. So it's like, think of like the size of like a CVS, like that type of size. Okay. And, but instead it's just filled with bounce houses, just all different types of bounce houses. But like now that I have two kids, it's kind of, again, God, I'm so cheap. It's, it's like $18 for both kids and it's going to be more. It's going to be 24 when Casey turns three. I know I'm like already panicking. She's only one. And I'm like, it's going to be $24, but 18 is still like kind of a lot of money to do that. Um, but, but, oh, but, oh, okay. So last week, Courtney told me that there was something that sounded like a fart. Is it this sound? Because that's my e-brake. I'm a person that uses their e-brake. I didn't fart. It was just my e-brake. Okay. So Courtney told me last week that there was a sound and I was like, I would own up to it or re-record if I farted while recording the podcast. Okay. So anyway, moving on other things that we do for fun. I do go to the beach. I like to go to the beach. It's a little stressful right now. Um, going to the park is probably the top tier, most stressful thing right now with the age Casey is. Casey is going to be 15 months old in December. And I know that like non-parents get annoyed. Like, just say she's one. Okay. A 14, 15 month old is completely different than a 23 month old. It's completely different. You they they can communicate when they're when they're almost two years old like they can like talk like they're they're just slightly more reasonable you know and they're like they at least kind of comprehend risk at that age Casey has no concept of risk like today when we were at that rental house there was like a stepladder she would I I walk in the room she's on the stepladder like just on like the bottom step holding each side and just going ah and like swinging her body side to side like she's gonna tip this ladder over like what why why would you do that you know so anyway that's why I think it's just so different okay other things that we so that okay that that the park so the park right now it's just so stressful because I have two children to keep an eye on and Kevin's like pretty safe like I can trust him to like make good decisions but I'm predators hello like I know I'm like mama bear but like yeah like I'm gonna have my eyes on both my children at all times like I'm not the mom that's like oh yeah just run off no 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 no. I will have my eyes on you at all times so it's very stressful because I'm trying to keep my eyes on both of them and like meanwhile Casey wants to like just walk off the slide and it's like she will tumble on her face and like just it's oh my gosh it's so scary it's so scary. It's just not fun right now, but, the, but we have some great parks in Wilmington. 
I do. I do like that. We go to the aquarium. We're members. No, not to brag, but I did it so that I'd get free tickets to the zoo. <laughs> but it really is like such a good deal to become a member at the aquarium. So I do like that. And I want to say those are like my main things. Oh, library. We go to the library at least once a week. We are library people. If you don't go to your local library and you have small kids, you're missing out. So here's what we do. Here's what we do. There's for at our library, there's like a room that has Legos and a ping pong table and an air hockey table and stuff like that. So we go in there and play and they always have like a craft station with like a fun craft. So we do that. And then we go out, there's like a little play area for like small kids where they have like a puppet show and like some cool mirrors and Casey just like, again, almost hurts herself going up and down these stairs. That's pretty much what she does. And she like, likes to stare at me with like an evil grin while she like almost falls off the stairs. It's horrifying. But yeah, like there's that whole area. And then we obviously pick out books and then at our library, my favorite part is the outdoor area and I just let the kids run. It's amazing. While my daughter finds a rock to put in her mouth, which is why, why, why do kids do that? It's like a, they remind me of the dogs that would do that where they'd like bring rocks into the house. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's kind of hot. Sorry. Hold on. I'm going to roll down the windows here. All this to say, I went on another weird tangent of just talking about things I do where I live, but I just feel like none of them are specific to where I live besides maybe the beach, you know? So I want to know, is it anything that you do for fun on a regular basis specific to where you live? And I wonder if I, you know, like if you hike, that is specific to where you live. Fun fact, there's no hiking here. People, oh my gosh, people will say like, we want to go on a hike. I'm like, you mean a walk in a mosquito infested trail? No, thank you. No, thank you. Not if there's not a nice view at the end. You know, like I just, it's so weird to me to go hiking in like a nasty, like snake and bug infested thing. And that for what? Like, the, you, you know, like it's one thing if you're going up and there's like a nice view, but if it's just flat, it's just nothing. That doesn't sound good. I'll let's like walk around like a nice neighborhood. I'd rather do that. All right. Well, buffalo chicken soup is for dinner tonight. It's an amazing recipe. If you don't know, I share all of the food I eat on my Instagram broadcast channel. I don't care if you join. It's like, I don't get anything for you being a part of it. But if you are someone that is considering a low carb lifestyle, you may find it helpful. Um, but it also might be annoying because again, it is everything I eat. I do forget sometimes though. But yeah, like for, for the most part, if you want to see like what I eat in a day, it's there every single day. So tonight it's going to be buffalo chicken soup. It's like my favorite soup in the entire world. Oh my gosh, I could have a hundred bowls of this. I'm like, I'm, I'm already like just my mouth is watering thinking about it. I will be in physical pain if you decide to make it and you don't sprinkle blue cheese on top. Even if you think you don't like blue cheese, could you just try a little? And if you're not keto, make it and put Fritos on top. That's what my, that's what Cameron did last week. I bet that was real good. We'll get there. We'll get there. Once I am done with this, this old journey of mine, I'll be back to more balanced things like that. But that concludes this week's episode. 50 minutes of really chaotic podcasting there for you. How douchey does it sound to call myself a podcaster? I would, I would never. I would never. I just, I do make a podcast, but I'm not a podcaster. I know. I know. But you, you get it. Okay. Have a great week, you guys. I almost forgot something. I almost forgot something. 
please, this Thursday on Thanksgiving, I'm going to be doing a one hour freebie workout on YouTube. If you like me this much and you like listening to 50 plus minutes of me talking, you will love being my workout buddy. I'm sure of it. Okay. It's at 8 a.m. Eastern time, 5 a.m. Pacific time, but the replay is immediately available. So you don't have to commit to getting up early on Thanksgiving, but I would, it would mean so much to me if you did this workout with me. It's going to be 30 minutes of strength, 30 minutes of cardio. I will be using like a booty band type thing, but other than that, it's body weight. So if you, you can order one of those on Amazon and I'll put a link to one in the show notes, but otherwise you don't need it. Like you'll still be able to do the workout without it. Okay. So please do that with me. And I love you. Thanks for joining today. Have a great week. Bye.